0: we Talk Health Podcast at gmail.com, and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashigro, and joining me today is Leanne Sutton and Mary Beth Dunigan, working with the Butterflies Embrace Program here for West Tennessee Healthcare. How are you guys today?
1: Awesome. How we're great.
0: You? So, today we're actually here talking about women's mental health. Now, obviously, I am not a woman, so I cannot contribute a ton to this conversation which is why I called in the experts. So today we wanted to talk about and celebrate May as it is Women's Health Month, and just a friendly reminder for women to make their health a priority in their lives, primarily their mental health. Making changes and choices now can positively affect your health later on. So Leanne, can you kind of just go into why women need to prioritize their mental health?
1: Sure, Um, mental health is definitely overlooked. And I think more definitely overlooked by women because our roles are so uh, important in the family system and we have so much responsibility on our shoulders to take care of everyone else that sometimes we do neglect our own care and definitely we neglect our mental health. And so part of our focus from this point forward is going to be focusing on how we can support women during the postpartum phase because that is such a a delicate balance of emotions from maybe being a first-time mother or having um, a difficult labor and delivery process. Maybe your, your baby went to the NICU for a stay, which is also very stressful. And so finding ways to support moms during the postpartum phase is really what we are attempting to do now
0: leanne off mic, we were talking about a new project that you guys are Mm -hmm. starting to work on can you kind of shed some light on what that new project is
1: sure so we are going to be providing support not only one-on-one but hopefully in more of a support group setting to um, moms when their babies are in the NICU at Jackson General and so our focus will be to meet them to kind of explain how important it is to take care of themselves when their their baby's in the NICU and um, how we can help support them through that. And some of those ways are basically, you know, just that mentorship of providing someone they can talk to and, and encourage them to take care of themselves, but also screening them for postpartum depression and anxiety. Those two things are pretty relevant um, to most moms because after you deliver, you know, in the couple of weeks, after your hormones are completely out of balance, and you have so many, so many feelings, and so much responsibility on your shoulders, caring for a newborn, but when your baby's actually in the NICU, that is amplified even that much greater. Sure. So. Our focus is to meet those moms where they're at and provide support to them, reassurance that their baby is definitely being taken care of well at Jackson General and to help them focus on their own needs while they're away from the hospital. Um, And so we... We'll do an assessment of what their needs are. We'll also get a really good thorough history if they've ever had a postpartum depression or any type of anxiety in their life before, and we'll find ways to support them. And some of those things might be just a weekly visit while they're there in the hospital with their baby. It might be providing them resources and education on what mental health needs might be, and it might be referring them to counseling. So those are just a few of the things that we're working on.
0: That's amazing. So this is kind of going maybe in conjunction with the perinatal bereavement part of Butterflies and Breaks. Is that correct? It so is. It's, it's separate, but under the same umbrella on the same yes. program.
1: Yes. So our focus in Butterflies Embrace is to support moms at all different phases of motherhood. And so previously, um, our bereavement program was focusing on a mom and family after their baby died. But now we're also hoping to focus on moms that have a traumatic delivery or postpartum depression or, you know, a history of mental health needs. And so all of those moms need this support, and that's what we're here for.
0: I think it's amazing that you guys are starting this side of the program. It just kind of goes to show even more how people here at Jackson General really do care about the patients that come in and the mothers. Yes, yes. It's amazing.
1: We've known for a while now that this was a need, but we wanted to make sure that we found ways that we could support moms. And, of course, then COVID happened. And so everything changed with COVID and during the pandemic. But I think Mary Beth and I have talked so many times recently about how the pandemic and COVID and isolation have changed everyone's mindset.
0: Mm-hmm. So Mary Beth, with the support program that you guys are starting, what is the vision and what, what kind of support are you guys going to be able to provide to new moms?
2: The support that we're providing to moms, not only in bereavement care, but our moms that we see in the NICU is, like Leanne said, doing that depression screening and we've taught on a few episodes about how we do bereavement care and with our moms for 13 months that come through with a perinatal loss. So we have just fit that into the NICU and I think Leanne's vision is eventually to expand that even into our perinatal high-risk unit to capture the moms even before they deliver that are in the hospital for a while that have pre-existing medical conditions um, for themselves that may have to be in the hospital for months. So we're eventually going to hopefully get every woman that comes on the third floor screened in some way to just help flag those that may need additional support through their postpartum period. That is one thing that we talk a lot about is that postpartum depression is kind of overlooked for moms that have an, a perinatal loss because they don't actually have a baby at home, so people don't understand why they would be going through postpartum depression. And then the same goes for moms that are in the NICU and have their baby in the NICU. But in reality, they need support just as much as the mom with the baby at home, and quote unquote, that looks like a normal delivery and a normal circumstance of getting to take their baby home 24 hours after they are born. So being these moms in the NICU and then following up with our moms that have a loss is super important because they're actually probably our most high-risk moms Mm -hmm. that come through our floor. And so we just want to support them and give them the resources they need, whether it be mail-outs or referrals to counseling or creating a great relationship with that patient OBGYN. We have very great OBGYNs in our area and Leanne and I are are very fortunate to have great relationships with those doctors. So we are able to capture those needs that that mom needs on the mental health side and they're able to help us out, whether that mom needs medication or extra support with anything, sleep, eating, anything like that, that the doctor can help on the medical side that we cannot Provide and the doctors have grown to trust us. Wouldn't you agree, Leanne? Yeah, definitely. Um, they've grown to trust us, and we've been able to build that trust and relationship with them. Where when they have a patient in their clinic and they're about to go into their room, they call us or send us a message and say, When's the last time you talked to this mom? How can I support her better? And we've had that actually happen just a couple of times a week, even. Yeah, it's
1: um, really amazing that the providers are so open. To having other people take care of their patients
2: right and that's a big piece of the support that you know it, it's not just Lynn and I we're two people with we have you know thousands of delivery a year deliveries a year come through our hospital so it takes way more than two people to capture the needs of all those mamas it sure does so creating the relationship with the providers, creating relationship with counseling offices in our area. And then the biggest priority is capturing the relationship with that mom and allowing her to build that trust with us. And that's so important and creating a relationship with them as well. So through the NIC, we have been able to just basically go in and hang out with them maybe like an hour or so a week. And just let them talk and cry and vent their frustrations. And then, even the staff in the NICU, nursing, medical staff, they all kind of look to us on how they should approach mom and, and even translating medical terms and care and um, how to talk to her about her baby. They, they kind of look to us on how they need to. Approach that because they may be noticing that mom is really sad more often, or you know needs a little extra push to be involved in baby's care, which are all signs of postpartum depression. So, we're very fortunate to be surrounded by the village that we have that kind of all do this together. It's yeah, great teamwork. Yeah, that's <laughs> sure. amazing.
0: That's great. So speaking yeah. of that, speaking of that team, how many people are involved with this program?
2: Well. Leanne and I are basically like the core Butterflies Embrace people. We have a team of other individuals. We have a chaplain that will help Scott Bloodworth and Curtis Mormon help us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, we're, when the family may need extra spiritual support, if the family has other children at home, then we pull in Rachel Ryan, who's our child life specialist. Mm-hmm. If the patient comes through the ED, we have Abby Grisham down there that will come in and just kind of help do the follow-up with those ED patients because she's an ED nurse, so she understands that world and the fast pace and she's familiar with the medical there and the nurses. So it helps a lot when that patient is needing something maybe from the doctor and the ED. Addie already has that relationship with them, so it, it makes that relationship easier on all aspects. And then, We have right now. We have the perinatal bereavement classes that we train nursing staff and people in the community to be certified bereavement counselors through Resolve Through Sharing, and hopefully, Leanne will be certified soon in perinatal mental health, and we'll be able to do kind of that same concept, but just helping the nurses flag postpartum depression while we have them there in the hospital.
0: That's amazing. It sounds like this program, obviously butterflies and brace has been around for a while, but this program already has some pretty strong legs beneath it and it's off the ground and running, which is, which is amazing. So will it just be OBGYN doctors who are involved or will pediatricians be involved as well? We are hopeful
1: that we can also partner with the local pediatric clinics in the area to help them understand that their role is also very important in developing that relationship with moms because um, an OB provider will definitely see a mom after maybe a two-week period or a six-week postpartum checkup, but maybe not again until she has further difficulties or when she gets pregnant again. And so there's a lapse in care. And so we would love for pediatricians to have that information as well that they're going to see the baby at very close intervals, you know, every month or maybe every couple of months, or if the baby does have medical difficulties, probably even sooner than that. And so the pediatrician has an opportunity then to help us screen the moms and to see, you know, how are they – How's their support system? How are they reacting to the difficulties of adjusting to being a new mom? how mm-hmm. who's in their life that's really you know encouraging to them? or if there are medical needs, do they have the resources to get that care for the baby they need? So all of those things can be factored into a pediatric visit as well. So that's another piece that we'll hopefully you know build and develop a little bit later um because we just want every layer of support that we can provide for a mom. Um, and then all of those, Clinic visits, that's an opportunity for us to do that.
0: Absolutely. So, how many women are diagnosed with postpartum depression? We'll say on average.
1: On average, it's about one in five. So 10 to 20% of women are definitely affected by either postpartum depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people may not think about what postpartum depression is. They, they used to call it the baby blues, but an actual diagnosis of postpartum depression is much greater than just the baby blues. The baby blues come on in a couple of weeks after the mom has delivered. It usually resolves itself pretty quickly after she's had some rest and the hormone's kind of balance out but a continuation of that depressive state or really having high anxiety about caring for their baby possibly even some OCD symptoms so things like just always wanting to make sure that things are done a certain way mm-hmm. and continuously repeating themselves to make sure even having thoughts that if they don't do th- things certain ways for their baby that they're not providing the care the baby needs and so that Overriding feeling of guilt and anxiety is more long term. So that's why it's important for us to screen them periodically throughout that first year after delivery, especially for moms in the NICU, mm-hmm. because they're not actually getting to provide the care to their baby. They're waiting until that baby is discharged home. And so they're having to trust that the NICU staff is providing all the medical needs. But then, when that child is ready to go home, they all of a sudden become the primary caregiver. Mm -hmm. They all of a sudden become the primary responsible person for medications and possibly oxygen and possibly if the child had surgery. And so it's a high stress environment. And so we want to help them transition home with the support they need and with possible medications if that's needed. And also with a support system around them that they can always count on.
0: Well, this has been a really great informative conversation. Women, if you're out there and do you have concerns? Do you have questions? Leanne, who can someone give a call to?
1: We would love for you to reach out to us. And so you can contact us through the hospital. We have hospital emails that Will will post um, and our phone numbers. And so if you have questions or concerns or just know of a mom that might be needing that extra support in their lives, we would love for you to reach out to us.
0: Thank you guys for coming in today. Thanks, for Mary Beth, for calling in. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.